Shalom and welcome to a new week with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. A daily podcast from Israel where we read to you the entire Bible each year based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet, your reader today, this Sunday the 19th of March or the 26th of Adar on the Hebrew calendar. The parasha, the new parasha for this week is called Vayikra and that means and he called. And the scripture reading from the Torah will be Leviticus chapter 1, verse 1 through verse 13. Before we start reading, please join me in thanking and blessing the Lord for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Now the Lord called to Moshe and spoke to him from the tent of meeting, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, When any one of you brings an offering to the Lord, you shall bring your offering of the livestock from the herd and from the flock. If his offering is a burnt offering from the herd, he shall offer a male without blemish. He shall offer it at the door of the tent of meeting, that he may be accepted before the Lord. He shall lay his hand on the head of the burnt offering, and it shall be accepted for him to make atonement for him. He shall kill the bull before the Lord. Aharon's sons, the Kohanim, shall present the blood and sprinkle the blood around on the altar that is at the door of the tent of meeting. He shall skin the burnt offering and cut it into pieces. The sons of Aharon the Kohen shall put fire on the altar and lay wood in order on the fire. And Aharon's sons, the Kohanim, shall lay the pieces, the head, and the fat in order on the wood that is on the fire which is on the altar. But he shall wash its innards and its legs with water. The Kohen shall burn all of it on the altar for a burnt offering an offering made by fire of a pleasant aroma to the Lord. If his offering is from the flock, from the sheep or from the goats, for a burnt offering, he shall offer a male without blemish. He shall kill it on the north side of the altar before the Lord. Aharon's sons, the Kohanim, shall sprinkle its blood around on the altar. He shall cut it into its pieces with its head and its fat. The quen shall lay them in order on the wood that is on the fire which is on the altar, but the innards and the legs he shall wash with water. The quen shall offer the whole and burnt it on the altar, burn it on the altar. It is a burnt offering, an offering made by fire, a pleasant aroma to the Lord. That was Leviticus, or Vayikra, chapter 1, verse 1 through 13. Now our portion from the prophets will today be the prophets Isaiah, or Yeshayahu, chapters 19 and 20.
The Burden of Mitzrayim Behold, the Lord rides on a swift cloud and comes to Mitzrayim. The idols of Mitzrayim will tremble at his presence, and the heart of Mitzrayim will melt within it. I will stir up the Egyptians against the Egyptians, and they will fight everyone against his brother, and everyone against his neighbor, city against city, and kingdom against kingdom. The spirit of Mitzrayim will fail within it, and I will destroy its counsel. They will seek the idols and the charmers, and those who have familiar spirits, and the wizards. I will give over the Egyptians into the hand of a cruel lord. A fierce king will rule over them, says the Lord, the Lord Svaot. The waters will fail from the sea, and the river will be wasted and become dry, and the rivers will become foul, and the streams of Mitzrayim will be diminished and dried up. Reeds and flags will wither away. The reeds by the Nile, by the brink of the Nile, and all the sown fields of the Nile will become dry, be driven away, and be no more. The fishermen will lament, and all those who fish in the Nile will mourn, and those who spread nets on the waters will languish. Moreover, those who work in combed flax, and those who weave white cloth will be confounded. The pillars will be broken in pieces, and all those who work for hire will be grieved in soul. The princes of Zoan are utterly foolish. The counsel of the wisest counselor of Parot has become stupid. How do you say to Parot, I am the son of the wise, the son of ancient kings? Where then are your wise men? Let them tell you now and let them know what the Lord Svaot has purposed concerning Mitzrayim. The princes of Zoan have become fools, and the princes of Memphis are deceived. They have caused Mitzrayim to go astray, who are the cornerstone of her tribes. The Lord has mixed within her a spirit of confusion, and they have caused Mitzrayim to go astray in all of its works. Like a drunken man staggers in his vomit. Neither shall there be any work for Mitzrayim, which head or tail, palm branch or rush, may do. In that day, the Egyptians will be like women, and they will tremble and fear because of the shaking of the hand of the Lord Svaot, which he shakes over them. The land of Yehuda will become a terror to Mitzrayim. Everyone to whom mention is made of it will be afraid because of the plans of the Lord Svaot, which he determines against it. In that day there will be five cities in the land of Mitzrayim that speak the language of Canaan and swear to the Lord Svaot. One will be called the City of Destruction. In that day there will be an altar to the Lord in the middle of the land of Mitzrayim, and a pillar to the Lord at its border. It will be for a sign and for a witness to the Lord Svaot in the land of Mitzrayim, for they will cry to the Lord because of oppressors, and he will send them a savior and a defender, and he will deliver them. 
and the Lord will be known to Mitzrayim, and the Egyptians will know the Lord in that day. Yes, they will worship with sacrifice and offering, and will vow a vow to the Lord, and will perform it. And the Lord will strike Mitzrayim, striking and healing. They will return to the Lord, and he will be entreated by them, and will heal them. In that day there will be a highway out of Mitzrayim to Assyria, and Assyrian shall come into Mitzrayim, and the Egyptian into Assyria, and the Egyptians will worship with the Assyrians. In that day Israel will be the third, with Egypt and with Assyria, a blessing within the earth. For the Lord Svaot has blessed them, saying, Blessed be Egypt my people, Assyria the work of my hands, and Israel my inheritance. In the year that Tartan came to Ashdod, when Sargon the king of Assyria sent him, and he fought against Ashdod and took it, at that time the Lord spoke to Yeshayahu the son of Amoz, saying, Go and loosen the sackcloth from off your waist, and take your sandals from off your feet. He did so, walking naked and barefoot. Then the Lord said, As my servant Yeshayahu has walked naked and barefoot three years for a sign and a wonder concerning Egypt and concerning Ethiopia, so the king of Assyria will lead away the captives of Egypt and the exiles of Ethiopia, young and old, naked and barefoot, and with buttocks uncovered to the shame of Egypt. They will be dismayed and confounded because of Ethiopia, their expectation, and of Egypt, their glory. The inhabitants of this coastland will say in that day, Behold, this is our expectation, where we fled for help to be delivered from the king of Assyria, and we, how will we escape? That was Isaiah or Yeshayahu chapters 19 and 20. Now we have come to the portion of the writings and we will read today Proverbs or Mishlei chapter 14. Every wise woman builds her house, but the foolish one tears it down with her own hands. He who walks in his uprightness fears the Lord, but he who is perverse in his ways despises him. The fool's talk brings a rod to his back, but the lips of the wise protect them. Where no oxen are, the crib is clean, but much increase is by the strength of the ox. A truthful witness will not lie, but a false witness pours out lies. A scoffer seeks wisdom and does not find it, but knowledge comes easily to a discerning person. Stay away from a foolish man, for you will find no knowledge on his lips. The wisdom of the prudent is to think about his way, but the folly of fools is deceit. Fools mock at making atonement for sins, but among the upright there is a good will. The heart knows its own bitterness and joy. He will not share these with a stranger. The house of the wicked will be overthrown, 
but the tent of the upright will flourish. There is a way which seems right to a man, but in the end it leads to death. Even in laughter the heart may be sorrowful, and the end of joy may be grief. The unfaithful will be repaid for his own ways, likewise a good man will be rewarded for his ways. A simple man believes everything, but the prudent man carefully considers his ways. A wise man fears and departs from evil, but a fool rages and is confident. He who is quick to become angry will commit folly, and a crafty man is hated. The simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. The evil bow down before the good, and the wicked at the gates of the righteous. The poor person is hated even by his own neighbor, but the rich person has many friends. He who despises his neighbor's sins, but he who has pity on the poor is blessed. Do they not go astray who plot evil? But love and faithfulness belong to those who plan good. In all hard work there is profit, but the talk of the lips leads only to poverty. The crown of the wise is their riches, but the folly of fools crowns them with folly. A truthful witness saves souls, but a false witness is deceitful. In the fear of the Lord is a secure fortress, and he will be a refuge for his children. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, turning people from the snares of death. In the multitude of people is the king's glory, but in the lack of people is the destruction of the prince. He who is slow to anger has great understanding, but he who has a quick temper displays folly. The life of the body is a heart at peace, but envy rots rots the bones. He who oppresses the poor shows contempt for his maker, but he who is kind to the needy honors him. The wicked is brought down in his calamity, but in death the righteous has a refuge. Wisdom rests in the heart of one who has understanding, but what is in the heart of fools shall easily be known. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a disgrace to any people. The king's favor is toward a servant who deals wisely, but his wrath is toward one who causes shame. That was Proverbs or Mishlei chapter 14. And now our final reading of scripture for today. From the Apostles, we will read Acts chapter 13. Now in the assembly that was at Antioch, there were some prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Shimon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manaen, the foster brother of Herod the Tetrarch, and Shaul. While they served the Lord and fasted, the Ruach HaKodesh said, Separate Barnabas and Shaul for me, for the work to which I have called them. 
Then when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. So, being sent out by the Ruach HaKodesh, they went down to Seleucia, and from there they sailed to Cyprus. When they arrived at Salamis, they proclaimed the word of God in the Jewish synagogues. They also had Yohanan as their helper. When they had gone through the islands to Paphos, they found a certain sorcerer, a Jewish false prophet whose name was Bar Yeshua, who was with the proconsul Sergius Paulus, a man of understanding. This man summoned Barnabas and Shaul and sought to hear the word of God. But Elimas, the sorcerer, for so is his name by interpretation, withstood them, seeking to turn the proconsul away from the faith. But Shaul, who is also called Paul, filled with the Ruach HaKodesh, fastened his eyes on him and said, You son of the devil, full of all deceit and all cunning, you enemy of all righteousness, will you not cease to pervert the right ways of the Lord? And now, behold, the hand of the Lord is on you, and you will be blind, not seeing the sun for a season. And immediately a mist and darkness fell on him, and he went around seeking someone to lead him by the hand. Then the proconsul, when he saw what was done, believed, being astonished at the teaching of the Lord. Now Paul and his company set sail from Paphos and came to Perga in Pamphylia, but Yohanan departed from them and returned to Jerusalem. But they, passing on from Perga, came to Antioch of Pisidia, and they went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and sat down. Now after the reading of the Torah and the prophets, the rulers of the synagogue sent to them, saying, Brothers, if you have any word of exhortation for the people, speak. Then Paul stood up and beckoning with his hand said, Men of Israel and you who fear God, listen. The God of this people chose our fathers and exalted the people when they stayed as strangers in the land of Mitzrayim and with an uplifted arm he led them out of it. Now for a period of about forty years he put up with them in the wilderness. And when he had destroyed seven nations in the land of Canaan, he gave them their land for an inheritance for about 450 years. After these things, he gave them judges until Shmuel the prophet. Afterwards, they asked for a king, and God gave them Shaul the son of Kish, a man of the tribe of Benjamin, for 40 years. When he had removed him, he raised up David to be their king, to whom he also testified, I have found David, the son of Ishai, a man after my heart, who will do all my will. From this man's seed, God has brought salvation to Israel according to his promise. Before his coming, when Yohanan had first preached the immersion of repentance to Israel, as Yohanan was fulfilling his course, he said, What do you suppose that I am? I am not he. But behold, one comes after me, the sandals of whose feet I am not worthy to untie. 
Men, brothers, sons of the stock of Abraham, and those among you who fear God, the word of this salvation is sent out to you. For those who dwell in Jerusalem and their rulers, because they did not know him, nor the voices of the prophets, which are read every Shabbat, fulfill them by condemning him. Though they found no cause for death, they still asked Pilate to have him killed. When they had fulfilled all things that were written about him, they took him down from the tree and laid him in a tomb. But God raised him up from the dead, and he was seen for many days by those who came up with him from Galil to Jerusalem, who are his witnesses to the people. And we bring you good news of the promise made to the fathers, that God has fulfilled this to us, their children, in that he raised up Yeshua. As it is also written in the second psalm, You are my son, today I have become your father. And that he raised him from the dead, no longer to return to decay, he has spoken thus, I will give you the holy and sure blessing of David. Therefore he says also in another psalm, You will not allow your Holy One to see decay. For David, after he had in his own generation served the counsel of God, fell asleep, was laid with his fathers, and saw decay. But he whom God raised up saw no decay. Therefore let it be known to you, brothers, that through this man is proclaimed to you remission of sins, and by him everyone who believes is justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the Torah or Moshe. Beware, therefore, lest I come on you which is spoken in the prophets. Behold, you scoffers, and wonder and perish, for I work a work in your days, a work which you will in no way believe if one declares it to you. So when the Jews went out of the synagogue, the Gentiles begged that these words might be preached to them the next Shabbat. Now when the synagogue broke up, many of the Jews and of the devout proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who, speaking to them, urged them to continue in the grace of God. On the next Shabbat, almost the whole city was gathered together to hear the word of God. But when the Jews saw the multitudes, they were filled with envy and contradicted the thing with which were spoken by Paul and blasphemed. Then Paul and Barnabas spoke out boldly and said, It was necessary that the word of God should be spoken to you first, but since indeed you thrust it from yourselves and judge yourselves unworthy of eternal life, behold, we turn to the Gentiles. For so has the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set you a light for the Gentiles, that you should bring salvation to the ends of the earth. And when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord. And as many as were appointed to eternal life believed. And the word of the Lord was spread through the whole region. But the Jews stirred up the devout and prominent women and the chief men of the city and stirred up a persecution against Paul and Barnabas and threw them out of their borders. But they shook off the dust of their feet against them and came to Iconium. 
and the disciples were filled with joy and with the Ruach HaKodesh. That was Acts chapter 13. However, if you are reading through the Apostles twice the cycle, you would also read Revelation chapter 7 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray you will have a blessed new week, a Shavua Tov, with the Lord and drawing strength and wisdom, healing and anything you might need from His Word by His Spirit. For now, Shalom from Israel. Until next time.